Good morning, everybody. And this is Christina, a.k.a. Miss Savage of Lip Nation Media. And this morning we will be watching or you guys will be listening to me react to the second episode of Love and Marriage DC. And the title of that episode is Coldest Winter Ever. So that's what we'll be covering today. And also check out our new website at lipnationmedia.com for all things DMV, weather, news, traffic, DC nightlife, and much more. And here we are. Hold on. This episode started. Wish there was an easier balance. Unfortunately, my lifestyle doesn't give that I have a wife and kids. I feel like sometimes I am a married single mom because I'm usually the one that gets up with the kids, takes the kids to school, shops for the kids, does the homework. It's balanced. You know, possible. Is it real? And it opens with Ashley and Quick. Trying to balance life and work and home. Cut to Monique. And Chris and okay, this must be from the first episode. Okay, and they're kind of trying to find some even ground between emotions and everything else. Lord Jesus, stay open with it. They open, come out the gate with it like a damn. They make DC look so good. Yes, Ashley with the hound's tooth print. Go off. All day. I, I told her, trust me, I understand. I told yeah. her, you look cute as always. Thank you. I woke up like. Love the hat. I'm so tired. Oh my gosh. And Monique's hair. Uh, yes, yeah, love. Yeah, I really had a good time. When you have that amount of years yeah. with the same person, yeah. you know, me and Chris are coming up on 10. And breakfast was sponsored by Tony's breakfast. <laughs> and, he has me just like with a fine tooth. And turning natural. Over everything that, wait, in the beginning, you said this. Right. But over the past 10 years, Definitely, honey. If no one else hears you, he should. I bet it was. You Lord, know, I've been there. To do everything that he wanted to do for his career. Mm. And I didn't get to. I dropped out of school twice because wow. of the kids and us not having help. But I feel like I've been there before, too. Like quick work so much. At this point, we are in right now. It's time for me to, you know, start doing the things that I wanted to do. So, yeah. And then this is what's going to be the hard thing. Mm. Once you are taken off. And I'm trying to balance that now. What is his support going to look like exactly. to you? Right. It's hard to have people to understand you in a relationship. We're in a situation now where Chris says, you know, I support you. He's very proud, mm-hmm. like he does. But when it comes down to like really needing that support, it's like I gotta like darn it, kick him exactly. Like get off the couch, do something with the kids. Yeah, quick is that way. He'll come home and he's like, I got this opportunity. I'm gonna be gone for a few days. No and I'm just like, okay, I don't get to do that. Right. Like I have opportunities, and I'm like, okay, wait, I have to make sure the kids are straight. Mm-hmm. And literally, whenever I do leave, it's like I have to get my mom. I have to get a sitter. Like yes. three different people to come help him do everything that I do. That's how it yeah. is. You know what? This is so refreshing. The woman because does so much at home. It. And sometimes it can feel like you're so put to the side. Intentionally or unintentionally. Wow, he's a great provider. He's hands on with his kids. And providing isn't everything. But you got to make that lady feel wanted and loved and appreciated. You can't complain. 
but your complaints and what you feel is valid. You don't want to seem like unappreciative for everything that they do, but it's like, you know, I need a little more. Because after a while, you can just feel like friends, like cohabitating friends, and it's like, okay, I get it. I need to have y'all over for dinner. I was thinking, I wanted to do like a vegan dinner. Ooh, I'm a I love that. I mean, yeah, I eat, well, I'm pescatarian basically. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. I was going to have our chef come Pescatarian. Prepare some meals that you would never know. This morning, I'm eating a vegan sandwich. But it's vegetarian because there's cheese on it. Not unless I didn't jump off in time last night. <laughs> <laughs> on my podcast one time. Hold on. You know, we were talking about birth control. And yeah. I was like, Is that cheese? No, it's not. Okay. Birth control, I take chances. P.O. method has been working just fine. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we just have to keep it up. P.O. Pull outs. <laughs> and hope them babies on hops give it up with you. No, she did not say the pull out method. Oh, my God. Monique. <laughs> I know. I was going through early menopause. I was getting like hot flashes like just out of nowhere really i'm still getting them and i was like oh my god i cannot be turning to an old hag at 36 like, i've been going through them for I'm years i'm not ready so well i've been hagging it <laughs> i've been old hagging it for a minute help control the sweating how does that stop the sweat oh no know, she's eating botox for underarms like to do it. i'm doing it yes yeah, so we're supposed to sweat oh, ashley because it's like a little Vagina. I call it a Literally, if I took a picture, you would not know that it wasn't my lady part. It just can't have a baby. Oh my god. Okay, she's talking about bringing down the size. I'm okay. So she said lipo this time, then Botox. Okay. Oh my god. No. That was just funny. Get my comments at Quicksilver Show. Coming up next, we have to let you know if you thought this snow was over, mm. about to spend the block. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll let you know I hated that. It had to be like January. We're still here. A lot of people have started traveling. So me and my partner, Sean Caesar, we actually built a studio in our office. I actually went to Orlando in Florida. So yeah, I was one of those people. Um, they brought me on in 1998 to be the voice. And let's just say, I spent a lot of time here. Pop, pop. Here. What up, boy? What up, boy? Sean is like my everything. Manager, partner. We've been in business for 25 plus years. How's everything, man? Hectic. What else is new? I don't know, man. Well, my dad passed when I was 18. Damn, Sean that's tough. To me, and I quote, quick, I got you. I know you lost a lot, but I'm here. He I'm lost here. his mom I'm at 10, then his dad at 18. Show that through actions, not words. What do you got coming out? Let's go through I think the guys from CIAA are coming in. Yeah, today. We want to discuss how it looks from your end. Okay. You know, it's a big deal. It's coming to Baltimore. Oh, Lord. Here's DJ Quicksilver about to work seven days straight with 111 events. In good Lord. He's talking about CIAA tournament that took place in Baltimore earlier this year. Uh, him and Jamie Tyler, they both had a lot of events out there during that time. And it's easy to overwork yourself. And that's exactly what he's talking about. I didn't know that DJ Quicksilver was in a car accident before. I didn't know that he was doing like 15 events in three days. And that's a lot. Plus the wife and kids. We're talking Friday night. We got booking Saturday. Remember, we got Fan Fest. You already got a bunch of stuff. Then our regular. It's a lot that we could do. And I, I don't want to. I know we didn't work ourselves, and you didn't work yourself to the hospital before. Uh, I know I've had times, especially with CIAA, where I've worked myself into exhaustion. If I'm going to be a part of a weekend, I got to be Damn. The, the party the king. The party kingpin. It's a lot. Uh, All right, quick. I've had times where I literally have worked Need to take your ass to a nap. To a nap. That almost happened to... And then come <clears> in and I'm on an IV. Yeah. That's why I might 
Sometimes I got protection from him, so. I'll give him a Goodness gracious. Take a damn nap quick. Why the hell is Chris been gone for three days straight? I'm excited, but when I tell Ashley, I have a feeling I'm not going to be in trouble. I'm going to be in big trouble. Mm hmm. Oh, man, I look Ashley gonna get in yo shit. I'm having lunch with Kevin today because I'm hearing a whole lot of things from Winter. I just saw the divorce papers came in. Oh, well, really? Everybody is here, dressed to the nines, looking real good. Yes. I will say that y'all go off. Classy. Okay, wow. So they're talking about DJ Quicksilver overworking himself. Come on now. Just We know you want to keep Ashley and the kids in that big pretty house and living a beautiful lifestyle, but damn it, you got to be alive to do any of that. Thank you. And I say that like kind of passionately because of who I'm dealing with. And I've seen the same exact thing, you know, the same exact things kind of happened to them like a car accident and some more stuff so i'm like okay i really feel where ashley's coming from because everyone else just sees the dj perspective they just see them on the stage or you know not you know in the cut they hear the music they ah they just see the party part they don't see the fact that this man who just came from another gig had three hours of sleep and was on the way during that sleep um, probably barely ate or ate something that wasn't as nutritionally valuable to their body. Um, then they got to talk to, you know, got to check in with the kids, check in with the wife and do all this other stuff in between. And no one sees that. Like, it's a whole lot to go into supporting a DJ or anyone in the entertainment industry. So when she says these things and when we probably will see her go off in future episodes, I am totally on her side because if no one else will tell that man to chill out, stop working, take a break, take a nap, eat a meal, turn, you know, ignore stuff for a minute. No one else would do that. They just want to freaking party. But you have to be the one to help them keep that balance. But then they have to stop being hard-headed and they have to listen. So, Ashley, I understand you. I'm on your side 100%. 100% because um, there was a very scary situation. You heard me mention, you know... The car accident thing, that definitely happened. And I don't mean with Quicksilver, I mean on my end. And it was on my birthday. So birthday ruined, destroyed. Like, I didn't even want to celebrate my party the next day. I had it at a club. Um, it was at the Elroy on 8th Street. And it it was just like, I couldn't enjoy anything. I was just thinking about him and everything else, you know, that that's just a lot to deal with so and it was right after a whole bunch of gigs trying to do this and do that and filling for this dj and it, it was just a lot so somebody has to tell these men to slow down take a nap it's not that serious just just pull over something Ugh. girl that's why i feel her because gosh that uh like everything she going through i'm like I'm going through it too. <laughs> and this is Monique arriving at WPGC 95.5, one of our uh, FM radio staples in the DMV. And of course, we hear her on the radio now as this was months ago. As we see, it did turn into a full-time opportunity. I need to retwist mine. As you know, we're looking for a co-host for the morning show, you know, with, with Guy Lambert, who does the news. That's Todd being Guy Lambert from WPGC well. morning show and, and D Carter. We're looking for like a mom, yeah. you know, you, you fit that. You know, of course, we know you from Real Housewives of Potomac. And we know you from uh, Not for Lazy Mamas, yes. which that last time you were on. I just I just love that. Oh, you know? thank you. This thank you. So oh, we've been cutting up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, were, we had a good time. This would be the perfect job for me. You want me to talk all today? 
not a problem. This is why I've been doing everything I've been doing with the podcast and everything else. So 100%, look, you just gotta let me know what I gotta do, where I gotta be, what time I gotta be there, and I will make everything else fall into place. That's so. the one thing, it's the morning show now. This is DC morning show, so that means you gotta get DC up. DC morning shows are very early. They go from six to 10, so you have to be there at five for pre-production and all that stuff, you know, getting ready. Alright, so what time are we talking? I think, um, you know, getting here anywhere between like 5 and 5.30. Okay. You know, we should just be hitting it and going. I'm ready to like, look, I'm ready to roll. Yeah, we I'm are ready too. to roll. So, you know, and congratulations on that. People are somebody that's real. And I mean, I'm going to tell you that. You bring that to the table. But we still have to make sure, okay. you know, that, that you are the one. Okay. We don't know if you're going to bring some of the drama that's been associated with like, you know, reality TV. Oh, no. To like, re- you know, get it confused with like reality radio. I'm I'm never one to bring drama. If it's com- if it comes to me, I deal with it. Oh my God! I'm just still feeling. Like <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing at that statement because I'm like. I'm thinking, what do I need to do? Can we, as so people, say that because we don't know where we say stuff if it's going to start drama or not? I don't want until you see someone's reaction. Ever interrupting this peace, this love, this joy. Once I know what the parameters are, I make my whole life fit around it. So, like with the kids and everything else. Just making sure that they're good. I'll make sure that my husband's on the same page. You know I got a role, so that's like my that's like my alarm. My oh, fill, okay. My fill alarm. I know you be busy and stuff. You know I appreciate the time. Oh man, Chris handling the kids by himself in the mornings. I don't know if he'll be able to handle it, but he ain't got no choice but to handle it. I'm just asking him to make one sacrifice. Like I used to sacrifice for him all the time. We still have to, you know, look at some other people as well. Okay. I already set my intention for today, and it was to get the job, so thank you. My intention was to leave a few minutes ago with my alarm, but I got it. This is cool. I like the fact that she turned the opportunity into something else, another opportunity. On the radio, mainstream radio, that's amazing. Welcome to All Set. I'm having lunch with Kevin today because... And they are at All Set. A whole lot of things from winter. He's meeting with... Chris Samuels is meeting with Winter's ex-husband? Um, What's up, Chris? I just think Kevin. That Kevin can express himself. So Kevin the scammer. Every story, then there's the truth. That's what that's what it says. You mean that's what that's what the T is? He's the scammer. A whole lot's going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, while I was out there in the car, I just saw the divorce papers. Now he's just saying that he saw the divorce papers. And she's made it that Winter served him or had him served. Really. See, that's why I'm blown away now because, like, when we first found out you guys were together, I'm like, man, it's everything is so perfect. We're smitten lovers, but very driven, but we are in love. With okay, so Winter yeah. and Kevin, they knew each other for about a year before they got married, which to me is a big no-no. And now I'm looking. I just wouldn't have done it. I'm blown away because now. And then, like, she's finding out some stuff that she could have found out before she married him if she was a little more patient. And using it to take our kids to go ice skates. And that's no shade, no tea, but it is 20, 20 something got to really look at stuff. I've never taken my kids ice skating, period. He said he never took his kids ice skating. He never said he didn't take the money. That situation was the beginning because that never would have happened. Winter and I would not even be having an issue because we had just come back from Tulum. Everything is great, you know. But when that happened, it began a snowball, a domino effect. They had sent their new agreement. This person was on the books. Yes, I spent $1,500. We had to go through a process. But our attorney said, you have to file bankruptcy just to shut them down. Now we're dealing with that whole thing, but still in the courts. Everything that I've known of Kevin has been a great person. He's articulate, he's smart. I mean, he's just a good guy. How did he have the money to take her to Tulum? Did she ever really, like, sit down and really listen to you? And you went from living in his parents' basement? To, that don't make sense. It was put into a very awkward situation because here she's my wife trying to figure out what's going on. I know, I'm, it was like someone coming in your house and they rob you. And you're trying to figure out, like, what happened in the robbery. Right? And that's tough on her too, because she already been through a lot. Right, right. And I, and I was, oh my God. I was yeah, like, that's crazy. I was trying to shelter from all this. Mm-hmm. So it's an ugly it's a big thing. Mess. It's a big mess. And, and then, you know, you guys separating over this
I mean, I, I, I got accused by the kids of love bombing my wife. Well, it's good that he showed her a lot of love and attention, breakfast in bed and stuff and all that. But why still from your business partners and then the business is basically done? I've been telling you for years, enough's enough. You need to get off your tail and start playing and stuff, doing stuff. And basically, you know, I got to get on my tail and get that. Now, Chris is talking about putting the romance back into his marriage, whereas Kevin was doing all of that, but fumbled in other places. But at the end of the day, I can't start doing a bunch of little small things here and there and build up. I don't need to go over the top, but I need to start somewhere. If there was any way... If that I don't sound like somebody I sleep next to. serious I am about her, the kids who I love. Crazy, man. I, I adopt them like my, my own kids. Right. Her youngest, the Grace Meyer, didn't even talk about it right now. I'm sorry, I, I just kind of... Yeah. I mean, I think about her youngest. Mm-hmm. I mean, she loved me, man, like... I can't say that Winter didn't see enough to validly walk away. She clearly did. You about to bring me to tears at the table. So, I mean, it's, yeah, so it's been challenging, man. Wow. It's been And I know the kids in the middle of it. But yeah, if you did that, dog, Kev the scam, Kevin the scammer, if you really did that. We're on the edge of something remarkable. There won't be any big reveal. No launch. No parade. Mm. No televised moment okay. time. But as the country comes to, so, to make it happen. This is interesting because Kevin is saying that he didn't steal. But Winter is saying he did steal. And he lied about a lot of stuff. Like, he said he had a basement apartment, but he was really just living in the basement of his parents' home. Um, I, I believe he didn't have a car. Um, but after they get married and stuff, and then he took her to to look Like, it's not making sense. Because... She said she know she knew him for a year before they got married. So in one year, you, how could you not know that this person doesn't have a car? You don't know that they are living in their parents' basement, but you're you're interacting with them enough clearly to fall in love to want to marry them. Clearly, you having sex. Um, but she said she didn't go into all of the details of going to his house and stuff because of COVID, but you had to have been humping on that man. So you may as well have went to the crib to see what was it was really sh-popping because yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is definitely no shade to Winter, but I mean because a lot of people that I've seen on social media had these big whirlwind experiences during COVID and they all falling flat and I'm like damn. The scammers were really working on both ends, the money and the heartstrings, like, really. So, it's no shade to Winter, but I just wish she could have been more patient, or been more invasive, more investigative, more, you know, just something. Like, do some some land record search, some rental record search. Like, okay, what apartment? You say, you oh, well, how you... Okay, it don't only take a dollar most days. Just, you know, when you go on these little websites, you do a background check and it costs a dollar to get all this person information. There's nothing wrong with doing that these days, I believe. Because when you're moving in with someone or you're sharing your life with someone, you know, on a regular basis, you need to know certain things. Especially if they're going to affect your freedom, your finances, and your feelings. I'm sorry. Your freedom, your finances, and your feelings. You need to know everything about this person that you need to know. Are they, can they pay their bills? Can they maintain a home? Are they honest with money and stuff like that? Please don't jump ever again. This isn't too much or this is everyone. Don't jump like that ever again, anybody. Because to detach from that, what if this man says he doesn't want a divorce and she's stuck? You see how that stops her unfairly? So that's why I'm saying that. Don't get stuck, because I almost got stuck, too. That's the story for a different day. And now we have Jamie Tyler and DJ Quicksilver and Neil Lyons at Union 
Oyster Bar and Lounge. I believe that's 501 Moore Street Northeast. Go check them out. I know Jamie has something going on every other Friday. J&J Entertainment. I think it's Unplugged R&B and Jazz. Every other Friday, I believe. JJ Entertainment is my baby. We started it back in 2009. I mean, we've done parties all across the U.S. This whole dinner is on J and J, baby. Let me let me tell you this. <laughs> let me tell you this. It's my guy, Love to Death. Uh huh. We got CIAA in his city. Right. Uh, back talking about CIAA again. Oh Lord. Yeah, I know how men do want to compete. At least it's a friendly competition. But goodness. But Jamie is doing most of stuff by himself. However, we're coming together for a finale. Um, so after okay, teamwork. last for the whole week, um, the last day of CIAA, we throw a little homie a bone. In my world, we call it a little homie. Do you actually believe that? You believe that? You gonna take all the Baltimore take off? He, he, he been drinking? He been drinking, y'all? I got it. Jamie believes he's gonna give the party kingpin a run for his money when facts say that Quick hasn't had a non sold out party in a very long time. Why are we talking about parties? Oh, 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 anybody ask? Oh, 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 oh. Just do it. How does Marina feel about you really getting back in the nightlife? So, quick, just ask Jamie, how does Irena feel about him getting back into nightlife? And she doesn't like it. She understands. J and J been around over a decade, so she knows it's in my passion, in my blood that I'm gonna entertain. If I'm gonna make money doing it. She's not going to get in the way of that. That's respect. That's a strong woman. Big ups to Irana. She like, oh, if you're going to get to the bag, then go ahead and do it, boo-boo. Okay. Absolutely. Irana can be jealous back in the day more as opposed to now. But she's I mean, look at her. She bad. She don't have to be. I ain't lagging these girls' pictures. I heard the same thing, man. Breaking up again, hitting my head. He got hit in his I'm head. That my wife has been with me since day one. It takes a strong female to be married to somebody in this nightlife. It does take a strong woman to be married to someone in this nightlife. I saw especially DMV. My gosh, treacherous. Y'all be careful out there. I will too. <laughs> Okay, cut to Chris and Monique. We have Chef Mel. He's preparing a vegan dinner. Meatballs. Meatballs. What kind of is vegan meatballs? Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I'm hungry already. So if you have anything ready, I can taste test it for you. Oh, I used to think vegans were crazy until I missed it, and I'm on that journey. I do not crave meat. You can wave a piece of bacon in my face. I just ate a vegan sandwich. For me, it's called JJ's English muffin. Let me know. Got spinach, egg white, tomato, <laughs> avocado, and butter. There you go. I that is really good. On Man, an English muffin. <laughs> and this table setting is amazing. She has the candles lit, all the glasses. Like, that's the type of stuff I like. If my friends don't want to do stuff like that, or they say, oh, that's bougie, then don't, don't. You, you just won't be in my circle because... That's how I grew up. So, yeah, there's no more, no more, no more of the other stuff. No. Chef Smell, what up, man? Yo, yo, yo. How you doing? Oh, good already. I got some stuff already in the mix. Okay, for sure. Okay. Hey, babe, I'm in the living room. I'm not one of those women who is fine with the idea of, you know, how some women say, oh, my husband, that's like my fourth kid. Or, no. No, a man, a man baby. The crew at uh, WPGC. Not no fourth yeah, son. Uh, for me, it would be my third, but no. Like no, they're, they're not damn. I'm going to shut up. But I can but, tell um, that they really like me, and I don't think they're going to find nobody that's better, so I'm just saying. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it won't. <laughs> the only thing is, I would have to be there at 5 a.m. 5 a.m., so honey, yes, you would. 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. show. That's the only thing. It's like, you're going to have to hold it down in the morning. So, hanging up late at night, knowing that you got to wake up and you got three right. kids by yourself. 
You know, that's going to be an adjustment. It's going to be tough. Yeah, it I'm is. But you support that woman. Who protects, who covers spiritually, physically, emotionally, all of those things. And that's what I want. I want a partner. I mean, whatever I need to do, I'll make it happen. Okay. Most of the time, I'm up, you know, fixing and getting the breakfast anyway when I'm getting them situated. Yeah, well. So I, I got to catch you up on uh, lunch with Kevin. Oh, my God. I'll be honest, Monica. I don't know. Like, you don't I, know what? Now, Chris and Monique are talking about Winter and Kevin's like situation. Stuff and, I mean, the lunch he, he had with Kevin. With her. He wants her back so bad. Of course he wants her back. He fucked Even up. That being said, just like the conversation he made the mistake. Her, of course he going to come back. You know, at the end of the day, she said there's certain things that she did not know about him prior to their marriage. Man, right? He swindled you like he, how he swindled Winter in the very beginning. Of course he would want her back. She's a great catch. Look at her. She's beautiful. She is beautiful. All right, well, let me go put my dress on. I'm like, what time is it? Because it's like, it's almost time. I need to get changed. Okay. You got your stuff ready? Okay. Yeah, I got a nice suit up there that I think is nice. So I'm going to let you check oh, it out. Oh, Lord. They're getting ready for their friends to arrive. All right, well. For their dinner party. Candles lit. What you think about the table? You like it? Looks that good? It looks really nice. Okay. Coming up. I had um, a great meeting with the guys from Seattle Black. Uh-oh. We booked for literally about 15 events. It's just a continuous cycle. It's the same thing over and over. Uh oh. Ashley and Quick. Eventually, he got to tell her about all those 15 events in 72 hours. Good Lord. Okay. So, this dinner party that's coming up. No, I don't want to, because I don't want to give too much tea because that's coming up. Okay. So. I like how, what's his name? I like how Chris took initiative to, you know, talk to Kevin and see really what's going on. Because for one, everybody wants to know his side too to see, okay, what's, you know, get a, get a bit of a picture of what's really taking place. But um, according to what I've seen, he didn't say he didn't take the money. He just said he never took his kids ice skating ever in his life. And it's also not making sense how... He's living in his parents' basement and had no car. But very, very short, like very shortly after that, you're taking your wife to Tulu. And of course, I know you're probably giving her, showering her. She looks like that type of woman to deserve those type of things. So, you know, a man would want to give her those things. But he probably, it looked like he most likely was stealing from the business uh, frivolously. You know, he, he was stealing. That's what it really looks like. Because his story's not matching up. Like, if he was already good, already had his own place, already had a car, already had stream of income, um, then it wouldn't look far-fetched for him to take her out of the country and, you know, have her looking like this and doing, you know, showering her with all this love and, and affection and stuff. But now it looks like that was a cover-up for some shit that he knew was going to blow up eventually. Like... Now that I'm a little older, I'm definitely over 30, I can see how some men will try to butter the biscuit before it even get in the oven. Like, that's what it looks like. And then the tears at the table while he was talking to Chris is like, okay, I'm not saying that loss doesn't hurt because he did lose his family behind that, but it was still his actions. Like, can you really cry over that? I know it still does hurt, but she would have still been with him right now to this day. Like, uh, what time is it? 10.31 a.m.? They'd have still been together if he didn't do what he did. And my thing is, he was probably trying to impress her and really went overboard. and ended up losing her with his own impression, and that's just sad. Like, just be honest. Keep it 100 she probably would still love you. She probably would have helped you get to the bag so you can do that, you know, on this more sound, solid foundation. But um, now, as we see, according to this lunch, it's not looking good. And it isn't good because she didn't sent the divorce papers. And she said it's been six months since she has even seen him. So let's cut to the next scene. And they do look alike. That is so cute. <laughs> it's a vegan dinner party with the Samuels. 
Chris Simone. Which I'm fine with. I love vegan food. Ashley's a um, pescatarian vegan, depending on which day you see her on. I'm not. A pescatarian vegan? Hello, hello, hello. We are hungry, hungry, hungry. So we're going to stop out here and get some stuff that we know for a fact might hold us over, which are what? Crabs and Obey. Crabs and Obey. Thank you. I really wanted us to like. That's common. Have a drink or whatever. The oysters at Union Even are delicious. Okay, just had to say that. Just us. That's how they got it. Just me and you. These shrimp look dangerous. You try one of these shrimp. Can I feed you? Oh, you got a cucumber in your mouth. You my favorite. My favorite. Hey, hey, hey. Go ahead and finish that one. Tell me something else in there. A shrimp? It's taking a while. Yes, sir, you don't know something. Get it, get it, get it. Good, right? So, how were your meetings and everything yesterday? Meetings were good, man. I had um, a great meeting with the guys from CIAA. Mm -hmm. uh, I know you're going to be upset with me, uh, but they have meetings. Oh, this the 15, 15 events in events. three days. Mm, three days-ish. It's only 24 hours in a day, quick. We talked about this before. Mm -hmm. You literally will work yourself to exhaustion. And then when you get there, I'm the one that has to deal with it. Also, while you're doing these 15 events, we still have children who have events going on in their lives that I have to now cover by myself. And now I have 15 events I may have to turn down. What's going to happen is, you know, honestly, I don't know. This has been quicking out my life mm -hmm. since mm -hmm. we've been together. He gets to a point where he does feel like, okay, let me take her on a few dates, and then we go a year of him working crazy again, and then we get back to this boiling point that I'm at, that I'm saying, you need to slow down, you need to and take time for me. Do I need to take notes? Again. And then it's just a continuous cycle. It's the same thing over and over again. You know, I want I need to, to take notes. take care of us if I ever need to. Well, I appreciate you. You definitely appreciate it more than you know it. Mm. I think it's nice to just hear that. And I like that. It. She want to work and be able to take care of her man if anything should happen to him. And that's exactly how I feel. A lot of times it's just me saying, like, spend more time with me. You're not spending time with me. Spend time with me. Yeah, with me. Yeah. Okay, no, but you know, that's exactly I how I feel. That. I'm going to have my man's back, too. Like, okay. But, you know, you're my friend. You're my, a lot like, of, you're my guy. A lot of couples. Are yes, that's her guy. They, like, they, they're married, but they don't, they're not friends. They don't have fun. They don't still... Do corny stuff and have movie night where we fall asleep watching the movie together, like yeah. little stuff. And we really do turn up. I'm such a corny person. Like, <laughs> I want five in the morning, we're going to be drunk, singing. <laughs> 90s R&B. 90s R&B is the best. Boom, bop. Always us. Silvers, no matter what. Always us. Coming up. At y'all's anniversary dinner. I walked away with, like, we had sex and I didn't get the orgasm. Oh. We're talking about three decades. Right. I need more. Oh. It was what I thought was infidelity. With no fees or minimums. Okay. No overdraft. So. The first part cut off. It was like 37 minutes and some seconds. My mom called. But um, I was able to pause the show and catch back up. Okay. So. We went from Ashley and Quick talking about this whole overworking thing and supporting each other and balancing their home and work life so they can, you know, take care of each other. Basically, that's what they that's what they want to do. Make sure that they have both of them in a good, healthy space just to have things operating good. And that's what we need more of. Good, honest communication like that amongst black couples. And um, OK, after that, it cut to the dinner scene. With Chris and Monique looking a little, you know, like they were about to woo, go off. And um, it's like, I like see the, sometimes you like to see the, see certain drama. It's like, oh my goodness. But then you're like, damn, why I had to be y'all? <laughs> you know, why us? But luckily, it's done tastefully. Like, no one's throwing a drink. No one's snatching a wig. You know, once again, like I said in the last episode. But... It's like, okay, I won't go too far into the dinner scene because I don't want to, I just don't want to say too much before it actually happens. But it, I believe it's just certain things, especially at a dinner table in front of your peers, certain stuff you say, certain things you don't say. Like, even if, like, even if my partner was to 
say some foul shit, you know, something that I just wouldn't want said at the table. Even though he hurt my feelings or just did something I didn't like, I should not take that moment as a chance to say something back that's going to make him feel some type of way. Because tit for tat, it doesn't grow anything. All it will, it, it does grow something. It grows negativity. And that is until the bigger person, you know, kind of makes a decision to just, you know, no longer entertain it and, to, you know, move on with it. But that's what we need a lot of, being the bigger person. Like, that would help teach, you know, your spouse or significant other or whoever you're dealing with that, you know, those actions won't be tolerated. You know, it's not cool. You know, these actions don't even get a response from this person anymore. So I may as well stop, you know. It can help. If you no longer feed it, then the other person will see no point in doing it because it, it, they won't get anything out of it. So um, let's just remember that. That isn't necessarily to Chris and Monique. That's just saying it's okay to be the bigger person in relationships. It helps. Okay, and we're back. Here's the dinner scene. Let's go. Where the man gonna hide your slipper, girl? What are you doing, Grandpa? I'm looking at football plays. I'm, I'm chilling. Oh I'm good. Well, I had it looking so nice in here, and you, you flattening my pillows. Well, that's what they there for. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna see what they got going on. Can you come on. They should be here any minute. Shake that thing. Shake that thing, shake that thing, work that thing, shake that thing. Like, nah. <laughs> My friends Tasha and Neil Lyons are going to be here tonight. Okay, so Neil Lyons that we saw at Union is Tasha's husband. Okay, okay. That's where it is. Okay. And over the years, we just built this amazing sisterhood. And Tasha does Monique's hair. Okay, cool. That's the relation. Thank you, Ashley. It's kind of not their business. Irena not having it. She said, this DoorDash deliver here? Had the hand flip everything. Like, uh-uh. <laughs> This one I knew was gonna be a problem. I don't know why that part cracks me up. She said, I do not eat vegan food. Hi, Daniel. Thank you. Winter is Monique's favorite friend. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know. There's nothing wrong with sensing other people's energy. Everybody is here, dressed to the nines, looking real good. Black excellence all over the house. I just love black people. Um, so we homeschool. We've been homeschooled for two years. And we've been doing a whole study of the African continent. We discovered that the real name That's is Africa talking is actually about. Teach them so babies. We've been learning so you better much teach them like, babies, you know Monique. We should go to Africa. I've never been to Africa. But one thing that is important to me is Ooh, for Africa. my children to learn truth. I am a black woman. I love my black. My children are black. And this is just giving them more reason to love themselves when they can actually go to a place from where we originated and see how amazing and how incredible the people are and how beautiful it is to be there. Y'all ready? I gotta finish putting my clothes in the bag and that's pretty good. So we're gonna do Kenya. We're gonna go to Nairobi and do Giraffe Manor. And then we're gonna go to- Is that Giraffe? Yes. I see everybody. Ooh. Okay, I didn't catch that part. Acting like that towards Arena is off-putting and am I- But I like how- I like how you ran to carry that though. Sorry, I had to pause this, and I ain't paused nothing since we started watching this. I didn't see Jamie put his hand over Rain in the face. Like, hold on, I was like, 
And I saw her face when she was like, okay, uh, why'd you do that? But she didn't make it a big deal, probably because they were in front of people and just like, you know, just let it go. But I didn't see that the first time I saw this episode. Cause I actually saw it like probably two, three times already. But yeah, don't do that at the table in front of people. Like, I don't, no, don't do that. I'd have bit him. He'd have been a chicken finger that day. I'm, I'd have bit his motherfucking finger. <laughs> Are they talking about COVID? I had it. Didn't even know it. He wow. thought it was sinuses. No. I had to take like five or six Advil just to get through the night. You had it before? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had it. Lord. The first, the first time was worse than the second for me. The second time it was the fatigue because it just like drained all the sodium from my body. And they wasn't feeding me. I was upstairs left by myself. Oh, she said they wasn't feeding. Oh, checking on me. He looked like he about to go off. I don't think he left for a bit. He helped you, woman. Monique always complains about she doesn't get enough rest because she's so busy. So, a couple times I will come in there and ask her something and wake her up out of her sleep and get yelled at because I woke her up. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. Oh, she said there's two different times. Okay. Two different times. That's let me, fine, let but me you're the, not going to tell it in, in, in the way that you see me. Go ahead. All right, well, hush. Ooh. He said, well, hush, woman. Oh. No, you're not letting me talk. You're not about to ruin this dinner. Okay. Okay, definitely not supposed to happen like that. The fact that this reason that... You defend each other's honor. You protect each other's pride. Behind closed doors... You handle all of that respectfully and peacefully. But at the table, I'm not going to lie. I would have wanted to do the same thing as Monique. And at one point in time, I was the type to do those things or say things like that in those situations. But I don't know. It's like nowadays, it's like, look, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to go there. I refuse. And... It's not that it's not like it's to dismiss the person or to just dismiss the situation and to sweep it under the rug. But I see it as me making a choice as to whether this situation is worth me being angry or upset for more than five minutes. If I'm going to be over it in five minutes and I'm still going to want to be with that person for longer than five minutes. So it's like, okay. Let me just chill. Okay, yeah, they said something. Let me, you know, just mm, make a note of that. And, you know, we talk in the car or on the way home or something or, you know, at a better time. But I just don't see how taking shots at each other publicly in front of your friends at dinner is going to help anything that's already going on. Like you already have some, you know, things you're working on. Then adding on to it, it doesn't really, it doesn't help at all. Sometimes we just got to decide to be the bigger person. Or, you know, pay attention to the fact that your partner may need an outlet because after you're dealing with so much, like even me, like sometimes, you know, things just build up. It doesn't have to be, you know, super huge situations or anything particularly super bad, but things do build up. And sometimes you need an outlet for that. And sometimes that outlet could come out in... Uh, you know, a burst of outburst like that at the table. So it could be unintentional at times. Um, but we still just got to, you know, try to be mindful of what you really want with this person and try to communicate that as effectively and calmly and peacefully and from every angle you can, because we don't all think alike, unfortunately. Fortunately, but unfortunately. OK, here we go. So in my mind, listen, I'm going to let her sleep. That's been the routine. Once she came to me and said, no, I need you to check on me, this and that. I said, well, cool. So from then on out, you need anything, text me. I'm bringing it up. So we're not going to pretend that I'm not 
attending to you in that situation. I didn't say yeah, because that would be hurtful. Hold on, that would be hurtful because for one, if that man really did take care of her while she was sick, that is beautiful because I have a horror story where I had COVID, the worst of the COVIDs in 2019 before they said COVID was even in the United States. I woke up one morning, couldn't breathe, couldn't eat, couldn't stand up, couldn't even take care of my children or myself. Like, it was horrible. I thought I was dead, like literally dead. Doctors telling me I had cancer, lupus, uh, leukemia, told me all kinds of stuff. But it was COVID. And no, that person did not help me through my sickness at all. I had to literally heal on my own, figure out certain ways to survive, to live, to heal my body without all the COVID help that came months later. And I, before I could break up with him, I even had to get strength in my body before I could kick his ass. So, yeah, that that really sucks to really go through something like that and not be taken care of. So I understand why he was about to get really angry, because that is something really bad that you don't do to someone that you say you love. You don't watch them be sick and then don't take care of them. So I understand how he really turned up at that table because it looked like he was trying to compose himself. But. Let's just say, I think that she meant that those were two different situations they were talking about, but just, yeah, let's just not accuse each other of not taking care of people because that's, that shit hurts. I will not lie. That hurts. And they wasn't feeding me. I was upstairs left by myself oh, and no. they weren't even checking on me. And then the Damn. Day, I wasn't trying to throw you under the bus. I was just basically saying it's, that those first things actually happened. I did have to, like, basically say, like, hey, check on me. And when I did, you checked on me. And you made sure I was good after that. And I apologize for getting in. Went in front of the camera. We shouldn't be showing out like that. My bad. <laughs> I mean, like, it's real, It's real, homie. Okay. I like that. They got it together. They kissed. Okay. Okay. Look, yes. I like that. Like, 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 and then we get over it and keep yachting. Keep yachting. They're gonna argue tonight, give them that plane, go to Africa. Mm -hmm. Forget about all this. Like y'all talking about this. We in Africa having sex right now. So anyway, at y'all's university dinner, I was expecting to just like get almost like like I was sitting in a diamond psychology course. And I walked away with almost like we had sex and I didn't get the orgasm. Oh I was like waiting for that moment. We're talking about three decades. Right. I need more. I need more. What Monique trying to say is, what they want to say is, what's the high? Give me the, give me the, 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 we feel like we're all married, so we get, we are all in the same bullshit, whatever. But for us, I think we want to know, like, what bullshit. Exactly. I think that's a little extra. What I thought was infidelity. I wouldn't have gave no you know, details. Like I'd have gave general situations like shit. <laughs> These are battles we've already experienced, and they're dead. I was like, zip it. And you know what? Sometimes for the sake of your relationship, you can't bring stuff back up. So I do understand that. But she also want to still engage and not seem so disconnected from people. You know, people will say little things. I may see a phone call or something missed from a female or just people coming to me saying, you know, he was doing this, that. And, and it I might not be nothing if to see a missed call. It's been times I call promoters. I hey, you still at the door? Is it still free by 10? Is it, Oh, it's not. I need to bring my 25 out. It's been like stuff like that. And even if I didn't catch him with anyone, I think it wasn't on no regular basis. Outside of the marriage is cheating. These women out here are terrible, they're aggressive, and they don't give a damn about a wife or anything. I would, women like that disgust me. me. I'm sure they call fix. I was throwing parties. I think that people can make mistakes, mm -hmm. but I think when you make a mistake, you need to own up to it and say, I'm not now, if, I did this because I wanted to do this. Yeah. And not, oh my God, my job made me mm -hmm. slip into somebody else's vagina. Right. Like, your job didn't make you do that unless your job is a porn star. Right. Yeah. Basically.
Winter, you so quiet. Well, I ain't even gonna talk about that, Lord. I ain't. I don't even wanna know. Why is it been an interesting six months? If you know so, my nigga, just don't even tell me. Long ago, I was literally newly married, and a few days before our first anniversary, I got a message Ooh. that his business was being sued for multi million dollars. <laughs> And his partners Ooh. were all pulling out because they found out that he had taken money. Ooh. So okay. He left and went back to his parents' house. I told him he lived in his mama basement. Oh. Mm. So he wouldn't talk. He says, I'm trying to work everything out. Don't worry. I'm going to fix it. Well, one day turned into three days, turned into multiple weeks. What? Nothing is fixed. I haven't seen him in almost six months. <laughs> Your husband? Seriously, my husband. Damn. Did you know him before you got married? So we knew each other like almost a year before we got married. Which is not enough time. Relationship coach. So I asked all the questions. I had and she's a relationship coach. I'm sorry. I still don't see how you're a relationship coach and you marry somebody in a year. You know somebody in one year, you marry them in one year. Like, nah. And Chris was like, I don't, I don't know. I'm so confused now because hearing his story, he loves her, this, and the other. I'm going to do my desk. I take major issue with that because I'm not deciding to leave this marriage because of love. He can love me until Jesus comes. At the end of the day, you were not honest. You didn't come into the marriage honest. You said you lived in a basement apartment. There's a difference between a basement apartment in Georgetown in a basement apartment in your parents' house. Whoa, yeah, but sis, you didn't. Thank you, Ashley. You did not ask him and you did not go. Yes, she's serious. How you marry somebody? You don't even know where they lay their head. How dare you? Y'all better be glad I know the Lord for real because the unsaved winner got a lot of stuff to say in the back of But you still walked into that situation blind as hell. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll admit, my first marriage wasn't successful because it ended. Like, that's just acknowledgement of the truth of the facts. You don't have to ever tell me to not stop talking, because that's not going to happen anyway. I feel like Chris and I are struggling. Our communication, like, stop speaking Alabama. Okay, you speak Alabama, I speak Jersey. You got to learn how to speak Mississippi together. our old place. Damn it. <laughs> we all do at times. I can't do it by myself. I'm praying for that I can really get through the little Jamie. Your father told me some of the stuff that's going on. Oh, Lord. Okay, guys. You don't want that for yourself. So, that was season one, episode two. Coldest one ever of Love and Marriage DC. And honestly speaking, I want to go back and do... I want to do season three and four. I mean, not season. Episode three and four today. So by Saturday, when they do the next episode, I'll be right on point. But guys, this episode, really, the end. I just want to touch on the end because we already talked about everything else. The end. She married this guy. She only knew him for a year. She did not know where he laid his head. She She just took his words as bond. She didn't verify not you know pretty much anything since she fell for the okie doke, and I'm just touching on that not to throw shade at winter, but if it's anyone out here that's in that type of situation, please verify these facts by this person. It's okay, like I said earlier, do a background check. It's nothing wrong with that. It's people out here that look like doctors and lawyers and police officers and all these high level figures and then they just snapping and throwing people out the window and shooting them in the face so you really just need to do these background checks do a mental health check see as much as you can about this person because you never know what you'll end up walking into especially when it comes to marriage if he doesn't sign those papers she's kind of screwed depending on where they got married that's not my business but i know all about that. Like, I almost got stuck in a, a marriage I did not want to be in ever, ever again. So, I just don't want that to happen to anyone else. Like, please, please do your research. Take your time. Okay, well, for her, it was a year. For me, it was years. Like, I knew the person since high school and then later. And so, yeah, I didn't, I didn't 
do the okie doke thing. It just didn't work. But guys, please just, you know, take your time. Do it right. It's okay to not rush. It's okay to not live with someone in the first year. I don't recommend that. Um, don't get married in the first year. I say that. Um, just take your time. Be friends first. Because the basis of all relationships is friendships. That's mother and child. That's boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, brother, sister. You have to have some type of friendship because that if that friendship usually entails a level of respect that you'll have for this person. And it helps you, you know, maintain something good. Main, make sure you have that friendship. And um, before we get to episode three, I'm going to do my little editing thing and get this posted for y'all. And this is Christina, a.k.a. Miss Savage, Elip Nation Media, D.C. And I'm out.